Greetings and salutations, all you members of the Planetary Union out there. <laughs> Welcome to the official The Orville podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Greggy Hoxteller. I'm the captain of this ship, and I've got all my first mates with me this week. I've got uh, Tim Treese is here. Hi, Tim. Happy Arbor Day. <laughs> you got wood, buddy. Um, I've got <laughs> Miranda Fisher here. Uh, hey, guys. Happy Arbor Day. <laughs> You've got wood as well, Miranda. And then I've got... Uh, alien expert dr kevin o'brien <laughs> is finally here kevin uh yeah happy arbor day <laughs> hey guys <laughs> uh many you got woods onto you as well yeah so we watched episode two uh command performance this week uh we briefly considered also watching episode three but you know we do are trying to stay a little behind just so everybody can watch these episodes without getting spoilered um, that's one of the worst things that can happen to a person. So we just try and stay a little bit behind for your sake. And we need we need time to digest too. I mean, where it airs, and then we're out on the forums with you guys, you know, dissecting it. But but we really want to make sure we distill all of the thoughts down to their final form before hitting the mic. And and you know, each episode really each episode of the Orville really deserves its own episode of the official Orville podcast. You know, you don't want to, you want to make sure that you give them their due. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Kevin, before we get started talking about this actual episode, was was there anything you wanted to say about the aliens of the last episode? Uh, did you have any thoughts about episode one? Yeah, well, I mean, the krill, obviously, are, are uh, reptoids. Um, some so they have like a scaly kind of white pale skin. Reminds me of like some sort of a uh, albino iguana. Um, to, if you can kind of put that image in your head. And uh, so, so they uh, they really interest me because I feel like the in this episode too there will be more of a nuisance than uh, the other species in the uh, in the um, universe in the Orville universe. Okay, but, and you you agreed with us that they were far too sexy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, well, I told you about the iguana, so I thought do I, I implied I applied some things there, but um, but yeah, it was they were beyond what I thought. I was surprised they were wearing shirts because uh, they were probably too sexy for them. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Uh, I I'm sorry we weren't able to get you on the the previous episode. Yeah, and I, and I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm an expert, uh, but you know, I I did do I. You know, I've researched. I do. I do my own research. Okay. Yeah, that's just kind of a thing I made up. Uh, let's see. So uh, this episode, wow, that was a doozy. I don't want to say best episode of television um, of all time, but I, I don't want to not say that either. Um, well, it's hard because I mean, there was already an episode of The Orville, so right. there was episode one, so it's already competing against that. Yeah, but I, I do think considering the corpus of the show thus far, those two episodes, I mean, you have to put them number one and number two. I just it's unclear yet which is number one and which is number two. Hmm, when do you think we'll find out which one's number one and which one's number two? Do not take long. I think we need time to digest. Um, I mean, we just had the Emmys, so there will be individual episodes up for directing, writing. Um, I think acting, uh, both male and female, uh, leading and supporting. So uh, we can run the numbers in, uh, well, using the Orville terminology, a year, even though it's just under a year. Um, 
and we'll be able to to figure out which episode edges ahead of the others. Okay, and uh, guys, we got to get into this episode. I know we want to talk about how great every episode is, but we just got to talk about it because uh, we do have Let's time on here. Let's just focus. We'll focus on the one episode. We already bleed. These other episodes are bleeding in, and we really need to. Yeah, we need to kind of like hunker down and and uh, you know take this episode on. Yeah. So in in the first scene of the show, we find out that Bordis laid an egg, so he needs to take time off to sit on the egg. Uh, because that's important in the future. Kevin, you're our alien expert. Would you say <laughs> that, that like a, do you think like an incubation, uh, like some kind of machine would not work? Does it, does the father need to be there with the egg? Um, I mean, there, there is a race of aliens that we really, I mean, they, this is like a whole new one that this show is like the the masterminds behind this show. They came up with something that's not on any of the boards, not on any of any of the sites that I go on. So I really don't know. The only thing that I can really compare it to is uh, maybe a chicken or something like that, uh, where they have to sit on the egg for a long time. So if we, you know, if that that's my that's my Earth parable, you know. Um, I, I guess that they do have, that is something that needs to be done. And I have laid an egg. And as Borda said, he laid an egg. Um, <laughs> and, and I don't know, I don't know I if any kind an of machine, as, as he stated in the show, he laid an egg. Uh, <laughs> but I don't know exactly where, uh, I don't know if any machines could handle what he's pushing out. That is unfortunate. There's an interesting physiological question that I was hoping, Kev, you might be able to shed some light on. Uh, they're talking about how we laid the egg, and I think it's the – sorry, I don't have my chart of names up, but it's the John, the two guys Lamar. on the bridge. Are you uh, I wanna, John Lamar? Yeah, yeah. He goes – or he says something like, did it come out of his butt or something like that? And while that was hilarious, and I, I did laugh at that great joke, it is a legitimate question. Where did the egg come from? The butt? Well – we have to look at our uh, closest parable we have to Bordas, which is the chicken, and to be true, <laughs> to truly understand. Well, well, I don't know where I'm not a. I'm an alien expert. I'm not a chicken expert, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it comes out of on the chicken. Does anybody know that? I think the cloaca. Okay, so maybe he's got one of those. No, because he's definitely a male. They've made a big deal about that. <laughs> yeah, they've said that so many times. Well, that's kind of what their understanding of what male is, right? Like, because, mm-hmm. you know, uh, they don't get comedy, so who knows if they get gender and stuff, you know? Yeah. It, it, speaking of not getting comedy, it, it was sad because Captain Orville made a really hilarious joke about um, how he gets to eat Bordas's next egg. But Bordas didn't think that was funny, <laughs> but I don't know why, because that say? was so funny. Said dibs on the omelet that if you break one or something. Yeah, it was good. I, why didn't Bordis laugh at it? Because it's his is his child. It would be like if he, it would be, oh. be like if you had if if someone you knew had a miscarriage and you said I'm doing spirit cooking later. So <laughs> well, it, it's it's. It's really cool how there are now, I think, three different species whose thing it is that they don't do humor. Oh, true. Right? Because it's Bordis, yeah. it's Isaac Bot, and it's, and we haven't gotten there yet, but those red things, all three of them, their thing is they don't have humor. 
which well, just I'm, gives more opportunity for Captain Orville to make jokes that, you know, we as the audience can laugh at those weird species for not seeing the humor. Well, if I'm you pre- notice, um, all three of those characters are supposed to be extremely intelligent. So I think what the show is saying is um, laughing at jokes is stupid. And if you laugh at this show, you're a moron. Huh. Hmm. Uh, uh, wow. I guess guess we're all dumb. <laughs> uh, I know, because I was laughing through the whole thing, but I was like, I know they're calling me dumb at the same know, time. I don't put it behind Seth to kind of like mock at his own viewers, you know, like laugh at us, like, because none of us are really at his level. So, I mean, I, under- I, I can understand where that kind of confidence comes from mm. and disdain for like, you know, a lesser than. Oh, I want eggs now. I wonder what I wonder uh, what Seth MacFarlane got in the SAT. Anybody know? It's got to be somewhere in the twenty three ninety eight to twenty four hundred range. I I would assume that no, would be the nobody, case. Nobody nobody knows like off the top, top of their head. Top percentile, I think, is definitely up there. Are you trying to tell us that you know it? Like, just say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking it up. I'm going to try to find out since you guys didn't come in prepared. Okay, well, while she looks for that, uh, the the Orville gets a distress beacon, uh, a distress signal coming in that the Krill have attacked this ship. And oh no, it turns out that ship, Captain Orville's parents are on it. Mm-hmm. And they're wild. It's like uh, Jeffrey Tambor and uh, a lady that I've seen on other TV shows, but I don't know her name. Isn't it, isn't it the same um, from Arrested Development? The same parents? Uh, or am I wrong? No. No, she's she's no. like a type. She, yeah, she's similar to that that uh, actress, but not the same. It's a Holland Taylor. Oh, okay. Yeah, Holland of Taylor. Of course, we all know from the Truman Show, Two and a Half Men, Legally Blonde. She's got a lot of credits. Mm, mm-hmm. She's won an Emmy. Oh, that's cool. For, for Two and a Half Men? Uh, no, yeah, I know. Just let me think. <laughs> no, it was. Well, yeah, I mean, you might as well pencil in two Emmys because, you know, <laughs> for, for her, as a guest actress on this episode. She, well, she probably improv, so she's going to get a writing credit, too. <laughs> <laughs> and she's going to come back. You know that uh, because I, I don't want to get too spoilery at this point. But I mean, that isn't even really his parents. Well, well, hold up. But she might even be the lead. She might make it to the all the way to the lead, just getting back to the Emmys. Like by the end of this series, she could be the star <laughs> of the show. She could be captain of the the Orville. She could be uh, directing the show too. <laughs> so just, just to just to lay some seeds, because uh, you know this is going out there. This will probably be out there forever. So in a year or something, here's something that's true now that in a year will be insane. If you go to her IMDb page, she's on all of these user lists and. Something like freakish lookalikes, famous cradle robbers, not a single one about the Orville. So I think we're going to come back in a year and it's going to be. Thanks, Dick. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's for the, the IMDb users, not for you, Tim. Sorry. Okay, good. I think we're going to come back in a year and it's going to be all like. It's flooded. Orville actors, uh-huh. uh, Orville <laughs> Emmy Award winners, oh. Orville Emmy Award nominees. She's going to be on 100% Orville lists. Do you wait? Okay, so I thought for a second what you were saying is that next year they'll probably have to create separate. Cam- oh no! It sounds Orville like we- best actress in Orville. Because if that because if they don't, I just think like the Orville is just going to dominate every other category. It wouldn't really be fair to the other TV shows out there. 
Definitely not. But hey, guys, can I can I say something real quick? I just want to get back to the uh, like. I don't want our listeners to get lost on the plot. Uh, right. Exactly what's going on. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like I don't know. Maybe we should have like the first half we strictly talk about the plot, and the second half we talk about all the actors that were in the plot. In uh, <laughs> but because I, I really uh, you know that they get they get uh, they get the I just want to go back real quick. They get the call from. The USS Blario. I wrote this down. Wait, I have one more thing to say about (laughs) Hollis Taylor. (laughs) Okay, go ahead. (laughs) We just agreed to wait. We could could (laughs) say it. No, because, you know, uh, you know, sorry, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Well, let's not get ahead of ourselves. (laughs) Uh, This is what I want to say about Hollis Taylor. Uh, on her wiki, on her Wikipedia page, it does not list the Orville at all. <laughs> it's like three hundred other things, but it, it does not list the Orville. It will in about thirty seconds, and I'm not going to say why. <laughs> <laughs> but who knows? Maybe um, the uh, Calavans are really just uh, that good at um, you know cre- recreating memories, and they just you know recreated. Maybe she's CGI. I don't know. I don't. Know. I'm sorry. I'm losing it. <laughs> They're just that advanced. I don't know. <laughs> oh, great. Super. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. Or, uh, Ken. What, what the hell? Go ahead. <laughs> you can get back. No, don't make jokes about that because that is getting cut. <laughs> but please, Kevin, get back to the plot stuff. Uh, I, since I wasn't here for, for the first episode, sorry. Uh, there's a couple of the, like, well, like the intro, the intro, I don't know if we talked about it. It's really good, right? Yes. Lots of, yeah, it was great. Can you remind me what it is? Um, I think the Orville goes over maybe it's some like a green planet, and then it's like busting through a brick, or you know, there's just lots of you know, it's lots of like slow mo of a ship over a a planet or an object stuff like that. Yeah, but it's good, and there's good music. Um, and uh, you know, I'm looking at my notes here, and I guess I didn't really have anything. Uh, <laughs> oh, oh, when when they said that they were gonna hail the sh- uh, <laughs> something happens when uh the Orville gets the distress call. Uh, they're like, okay, let's scan the ship, and then, uh, and then uh, they go, oh, that's funny. The ship's already scanning us, and I think that was a little hint to the more advanced viewers, a little foreshadowing, like something was odd, you know, something was a little off about oh, this, okay. uh, about this whole. Oh, thing. So, that makes sense. Like, yeah, I because I figured, I figured this is going to be routine, you know, this is going to be a buy the book. Uh, go there, rescue the survivors, uh, return back because they're actually. Sorry, another thing that's not clear to me is what is the Orville? It's a spaceship. <laughs> okay. Yeah, but it's the guy. It's the guy too. <laughs> no, okay, he's, all right. You, he's uh, he's the Orville. But they're okay, all okay. The so I I know it's a spaceship, <laughs> Kev, okay. and I know it's a guy. But what kind of spaceship is it? Because it's supposed to be like a cargo a, ship, but they've been called into two military explorer. missions in a row. They're out there exploring. I think that um, I think that Captain Orville is just sort of so magnetic that all of these different kind of crazy characters are just kind of drawn to him naturally. They might not even realize it, but they're like, that's the ship that I want to try to kill everybody on. Because he's the ship. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's like... Just think of what the the Enterprise is on Star Trek, and that's what the Orville is. Whatever <laughs> that is, that's what the Orville is. Speaking uh, of so, Star Trek, what's the Enterprise? 
It's it's like the Orville, but more boringer because there's no jokes. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it's really it, bad. it really is. It really is. Moving ahead a tiny bit in the plot. So basically, they get to the ship, and then Captain Orville and Kelly go, and Bordis is on leave. So I, I just want to pat our, us on the back a little bit. I'm not sure if you guys noticed this, but so we're like five minutes into the episode. And two of the major questions we had about episode one were, number one, what's up with Bordis species and like, how does that work? And number two, what is the command structure beyond those three? And within five minutes, they answered both of those questions. And by the end of the episode, we even find out like who number four is, or I mean, uh, number five is. Yeah, it goes Miss Captain Orville, Kelly, Bordis, Alara, and then the Doctor, who isn't <laughs> even on the bridge most of the time. <laughs> it's it's almost it's almost as if they write an episode, and then when the, they get to the then they read it back, and they're like, "Oh, we got a lot of stuff to explain in the second <laughs> the next episode." <laughs> so they're like, "Well, what what are we gonna do with our story for the second episode?" They're like, "We'll weave it in. Don't worry. We'll get we'll get everything established." So. But yeah, so Captain Orville. Oh, okay. oh. Yeah, something bad sounds like it's happening. Are you, still, are you still breaking glass at the at the park? <laughs> no, I didn't break. I, no, I just let the dog outside, and there's a there was a pleasant um, chime on the door. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so Captain Orville and Kelly go to the ship because Kelly wants to see her Captain Orville's parents. I think that's why she's going along as well. <laughs> Um, yeah, Kelly, Kelly wanted to see Captain Norville's parents because they have such a good relationship. Yeah, because the only interaction they've had is her mom calling out the fact that she cheated on her son. Yeah. So she goes, let's go see them. And they know because Bordis is indisposed. They know that they're leaving someone with essentially no experience in control. I don't Calavon know. Calavon are so advanced. Sorry. <laughs> that that's a separate thing, Kevin. <laughs> so Alara's oh, in charge. Sorry, I, I'm tricking off right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Krill aren't even in this episode. Come on, get it together. No, no, I said the Calavon. Uh I know, but if I'm jerking off to this show, it's gonna be oh, the Krill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I get it. I don't know. Anytime anytime Seth McFarlane's on TV, I <laughs> A couple things that are nice about like the the scene where like you know they get hailed over the ship. They go like you know the guy says uh, the captain of the USS Blario that's in distress says something like, "Oh, you know, like our our video's not working." So you know uh, that's probably when they were scanning the ship. They're getting a little secret information, you know, and that's how they knew like Bordis was going to be laying an egg, so he was going to be exposed. They knew that uh, you know they're just so smart. That's what I'm talking about. They're so smart, so they knew that. Uh, Bordis is going to be in his laying his egg, and he's not going to be able to help anybody. And they set up this whole mom and dad, uh, uh, his parents thing, to get Kelly all fired up and ready to go uh, handle business. And uh, also, there was there was one quote in it, like when they're Kelly and uh, uh, the Orville were getting into a fight about um, like what bad things his mom said about him, and he said that. Uh, my mom once called you a bitch 46 times in one sitting. You guys remember yeah. that? Yeah, that was, yeah. Yeah. That was wild. Yeah. Uh, was she quoting the show? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but I was also wondering how long, you know, a sitting is for her. Mm-hmm. 
Right. Mm, she's old. Yeah. 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 She probably this could have been a couple. This could have been a week. Well, yeah. they implied that it was at a restaurant because they, he said the people at the next table complained about it. Yeah, it could have been like an all-you-can-eat buffet where you're <laughs> kind of there all day trying to make or the most. Or a casino. Food. Could have been a casino. They were playing the poker. <laughs> okay, I just want to apologize to the listeners for assuming this was a restaurant. I I take the complete blame for that. I'm sorry. And an all-you-can-eat buffet is not a restaurant, <laughs> and, and we know that. I, I, a quick thought. Um, because Orville is in this universe, it, it's possible that Captain or Mrs. Orville, I guess her name is, she's just a fan of South Park and she was singing the um, Kyle's Mom's a Bitch song. Mm. Yeah, that's possible. <laughs> and just the, throwing and, it and out you think there. That, you think that uh, the bitch ex-wife has a, has a son named Kyle that we haven't learned about yet? I say this with all due respect. You are high. Yeah, Tim, I think you're high on this one. Uh-oh. I'm no, you know what? I'm calling it officially on the official Orville podcast right now. Kelly has a son named Kyle, <laughs> and he's Jewish. <laughs> okay, that's a good prediction for episode three. We're not there yet, but but speaking of like, are you high? Are we like you know going to talk about the legal weed in the future? Uh, was it legal? I don't know, but it, apparently, you know, the freaking captain of the ship or whatever can just, like, pop an edible. You can drink beer. One cannabis edible. Well, we already knew that they could drink beer because the one guy was drinking beer on the ship when he was flying the ship. Yeah. So that's that's she's, been established. There's a distressed, like, uh, ship being attacked by the krill, and she's like, I gotta get high for this shit. Yeah. And uh, Alara does... Three shots in this episode. <laughs> yes, a lot yeah, of bang, she bangs she's in it. charge. <laughs> well, she also throws up at one point, so she's probably not too drunk. I like the point that the show made about how women uh, just can't be in control of anything because they're not uh, decisive enough. I thought that was a really salient point. Mm. Yeah, they might have they might have written it during the campaign and thinking about. <laughs> Thinking it would be President Clinton right now. Boy, I would I would have liked to see that play out. I think the show's going to take uh, tackle a lot of modern day issues in a future setting. It's a satire, is what it is, really. When you get down to it, but it's also you know if you're if you're writing sci-fi, if you're writing fantasy, it's still got to be grounded in that real human emotion, and I think that's kind of at the core of everything that the Orville does. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, the show, it's- not the ship or the guy. Well, the guy too, but. It's it's really it's a mirror. We're sitting down for an hour each week looking at a mirror. Mm, mm. And what we who get out of it is whatever we get out of it. Tim, who are you on the show? Who are you in the mirror? You know, I'm trying to figure it out because I feel very similar to Isaac Bott. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm feeling more of like a John Lamar because I had that same thought. Like, where did that egg come out? His butt. The butt. You know. <laughs> Do you like drinking soda too? Uh, I used to, you know, so maybe I'm not, uh, you know, I'm not so much hey, John Lamar, actually. It's, I think it's kind of, yeah, I mean, he used to last episode, and then this episode, he doesn't seem to really care about soda anymore. <laughs> hey, you know what? I am you like know? John Lamar. <laughs> so here, here's a theory. Um, so, so far, we've had Lamar is soda, and Malo- Gordon Malloy is beer, and Alara is tequila. Oh, yeah, And true. Kelly is weed. Yeah. And, 
Captain Orville is all of those things. He's almost like Whoa. all of the other characters stitched into one I, complete. And, where do I apply and for Phil. this job? Oh. <laughs> we just get fucked up all the time, man. And fly a spaceship around. Oh. And there's no real stakes. <laughs> <laughs> no oh, matter what. There, there are no stakes because I think everyone's vegetarian. <laughs> oh. 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 Suck. Uh, well, Mr. Orville, he might be like pain drugs, pain medicine, because he was trying to get a lot of that in uh, episode one. That didn't continue in yeah. this one, though, so maybe not. I think he doesn't like weed, right? He's like, I tried to smoke that joint, but it was too strong. It's another mirror to, it's from now, like the show, another mirror with the the epidemic, uh, the opioid epidemic. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. And yeah. that would probably be even worse if Hillary was in charge. So that's just another thing mm. in uh, Tim's favor. <laughs> mm. mm-hmm. uh, but we got to get back to this plot. So Alara's <laughs> in charge, <laughs> right? And uh, But she doesn't want to be because uh, it turns out that was a big trick. They get on the ship and uh, it turns into a different kind of ship. So she's like, reel it in, boys. She's like, what the frick? <laughs> yeah. They try to bring it in, but it like explodes or something. And Alara is just freaking out because she's so young right yeah like, she's such a green uh greenhorn you know um and she's such a blue blood and uh she's just not she's not a red blood <laughs> that's all true she's a white collar yeah <laughs> yeah she's more white collar yeah she didn't bring her lunch pail today if you know what i mean <laughs> not a scrappy gin rat this time <laughs> no yeah, she really doesn't know. And there's so many red flags to keep going with these colors. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and and she doesn't, uh, you know, she just sits there and, she, and she's yellow belly the whole time. Yeah. Uh, she's so ex- inexperienced and green. She kind of reminds me of that orange buffoon in the White House right now. <laughs> so anyway, she runs to Bordis's room. And oh my God, you can fully see his naked butt on this egg. Yes. Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yeah. that's a genuine rolling on the floor moment. Like I, I'm like, all right, hold up, let me get out of my chair. Like let me lay down on the ground and just start rolling because <laughs> the la- I know the laughs will come. I start rolling first, and then the laughs come. You know, especially when you're rolling. And you're watching the screen, and you're like, can, like catching a glimpse. Then it's the floor. Then it's behind you. Then it's the screen. It's funny. Yeah. So, so uh, an interesting departure from the pilot. They had a very similar visual gag in the pilot. We talked about it was a dog licking his testes, and we called out how they were so generous to viewers by specifically saying, "Did anyone? Well, Greg, you can pay, play the clip. I think." Uh. Yeah, I gotta find it. I'm looking. <laughs> See that dog in the background licking his balls? <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> worth it. They had they had this visual gag of the Bordis butt, and they didn't call it out. And I, I don't know what that means. Um, the butt. I don't know what it means. Maybe because they couldn't fit into the script that Lamar Tim, was say, in the room. Are you trying to say that boy thick? <laughs> But why? Yeah, why didn't Alara walk out 
and and immediately walk up to Lamar and go, I just saw Bordis's butt before getting back to all of the whatever, let's rescue the people stuff. Yes. Well, I think she actually couldn't. Only we could with the angles of the cameras. I, I think she actually, oh. she maybe saw his dick. She I was, don't know. She was looking at his, she should have said, I saw his balls. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Just like as a callback, like, you hey, know you what? see Bordis's balls? You know Bordis? He's got balls. Because they keep saying they keep worrying about if people have balls in this yeah, show. Yeah, true. They they yeah. must have had they must have recorded that joke and not gotten it through standards and it got cut. Oh, probably I'm, so. Yeah, yeah. I'm, that's I'm a, that's the most logical explanation. You know I'm what? Almost I'm, certain, I'm almost certain there's a scene like as soon as the doors close and she the doors close behind her after she walked out and she she looks kind of, not right at the camera but sort of and she's like that boy's got some butt. <laughs> You know, actually, now, now that we're talking about it, I remember seeing the original shooting script for this episode, <laughs> and she was supposed to walk in on Bordis licking his balls. <laughs> I bet, I bet when the uh, when the DVDs come out and we get all of the extended versions and the and the unrated versions, I bet we're gonna we're gonna see some balls. Oh my you know, God. this it, this just goes to show like how serious they are about this TV show that. I thought Bordis was just maybe, you know, like a top half makeup, like, you know, just the ends of the hands and, the you know, nothing on the legs. But they apparently he's wearing a full, like, you know, <laughs> prosthetic suit under his clothes the entire time. You know, <laughs> they went through and made the whole naked body. So I'm sure they, had, uh, you know, I'm sure they gave him balls. Yeah. Um, can you even imagine how long he was in the makeup chair for that scene? <laughs> maybe that's what brooding is you know maybe maybe they just got a real alien to, to play him. oh that's possible it'd be so much easier wow. or he could just be like deformed or something yeah they got him they got they got the alien right off the uh the set of the moon landing <laughs> <laughs> okay so bordis is like wtf what are you doing on this in my room alara you're the boss now. I'm not the boss. I'm on leave. This is my vacation. Brooding my egg. Yeah. Yes. So he's like, get the fuck out of here. He basically says he doesn't actually say that. Um, that's probably going to be in that DVD that he we were talking to. about. Right. Exactly. So she goes out into the, uh, into the hall and she's freaking out about it. She drinks more, uh, tequila. Um, she throws up. She runs into an ensign who had a name. I think he was like ensign Parker or something like that. He shows up again later on. Who knows? He's probably a recurring character. Uh, yeah, I bet he's going to make it to the main <laughs> cast by the end of the season. Because, I mean, the actor was pretty good, so I think they'll want to keep him around. It's going to be him and uh, Taylor Holland. I'm calling it episode six. They're going to have their own their own episode. What if they, like, fell in love or something? That would be so cool. It'd be really oh, progressive my. for the show. That would be, ta- be tasty. That would be juicy. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, oh, I messed up the order of things. So the buoy hadn't blown up yet. She was just freaking out for no reason. Um, she goes back to the bridge and tells them to suck in the buoy. I mean, not no reason. I think the, the, the writing is very clear. It's because she's a woman. Oh, true. <laughs> I thought it was cause she was new. Uh, it could be both. Who knows? That's how good the writing is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So she goes back to the bridge. She tells the guys to pull the, uh, buoy in and uh, it, it's really interesting that uh, it, it's interesting to think about, like, what survives, like, pop, pop culturally over these 400 years. 
like uh they make some really cool dora the explorer references on the bridge there yes that's what yeah. I, love, I love about the show everything <laughs> from the 1980s to the 2020s <laughs> is like that's what's popular yeah they I, don't I'm, know star trek though i'm waiting for some 2300 era jokes there's <laughs> i'm waiting for those references that i want to miss those references you know i want to yeah. like I want that year to eventually get here, and then they look back but, on the Oracle, and they're like, holy shit, they knew. You know what? You know what? They're probably making them, but we just don't realize that that's what's happening. Anytime that exactly. we're like, oh, this show doesn't make any sense ever, it's probably just like a really funny reference to something that we didn't get yet. When, when the jokes don't land, you don't understand that this is like comedy in that year. That's what comedy is <laughs> in 2100. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and I think like on a lot of uh, comedy shows, they might like discount having a Dora the Explorer reference because it's like a little stale now, like in t- 2017. But I assume like maybe in 2200 something like that, there's a big resurgence of Dora. Um, she becomes oh, a much larger. Back. That's gonna yeah. come back. It's a cycle. Every like 30 years, it just happens. You know, yeah. Dora will pop it's up. Just, just enough to say the name Dora the Explorer will will make everyone know what you're talking about. You don't have to get any more specific than that. You don't have to say here's here's why I'm calling somebody Dora the Explorer. It's just enough to say the name, and that's funny in itself. Because mm-hmm. she's like a Dora the Explorer. I don't know, I don't know why, but <laughs> she just. <laughs> Just, I guess she's Dora the Explorer. I don't know. She's a girl. I'm, I'm trying to. I'm. What check marks do we need? She's a girl. She's a girl. She's young. She's young. Uh, I guess. Yeah. There you go. She's a. Di- she's a. She's a different race. True. She can jump really high like Dora. <laughs> I guess it's possible that maybe there is a uh, planetary union ship captain that's very famous that that piloted an exploratory mm. ship and her name was Dora and it's just a coincidence that that also seems like a reference <laughs> to something we oh, know. That would, that would make a lot more sense because if it was an exploratory, you know, person, then Dora the Explorer would rhyme and it would just be short for that. Yeah, so that's probably what it is. Uh, I just wanted to say real quick that I love the girl moment that right as Ed and Kelly are about to leave to go to the ship, the the distressed ship. I'm sorry. Uh, you say and, Ed and Kelly. It takes me like five seconds to understand who you're talking about. I don't know who those people are. Well, because you when you see when you hear Ed, your Ed is foreign because you see him, you just think this is the Orville, and also oh my god, yeah. I'm so horny. I'm so horny right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But but when Ed and but when sorry when the Orville and Kelly are leaving and they talk to uh, Kelly goes up to Alara and she's kind of like. She pretty much, you know, like brushes her hair, like tucks her hair behind her ear for her. And she's like, girl, you got this because you're a woman and you're strong. Well, it was it was. I read online that they threw that in afterwards, because later in the episode, Alara is freaking out and she goes, Kelly's my friend. (laughs) And. I don't know when this takes place after episode one, but they've barely known each other. I think, okay, so for some reason, my impression was that this takes place like way after episode one. And I don't know if that's based on anything, but I felt like there were, I mean, was there like a title card at the beginning that was like seven months later or something like that? When you 
when you watch, I've seen episode three because I'm sorry. I'm just uh, I'm getting ahead. But oh, please don't. When you, no spoilers, Kevin. Please. I, I, I won't spoil it. But when you see episode three, I think you'll get a little bit of understanding of where the the timing of the show. And I would say that there is poss- It isn't maybe like a next day um, type thing. So they, they could have done some bonding. Or that moment that they had was just such uh, in like immediate bond that yeah, and you know they could have maybe like made us feel that it was like like you know a bunch of weeks had passed. They could have done something to make us feel that way. But um, here's here's my guess, and I haven't seen episode three yet because I'm I'm saving it. But uh, my guess is that my prediction is that at the beginning of episode three, um, Alara says to to Kelly. Well, Kelly, now that we've been working together for 10 years, I really feel like we make a good team. Is that is it something like that? <laughs> yeah, that, this goes back to the, uh, you know, they write, uh, they correct all the, you know, mistakes in the following <laughs> episode. <laughs> uh, and uh, please excuse me, listeners, because some of my notes, I don't know, I, I must have written them wrong or something, because uh, the ne- next note I have written here is... Uh, Seth MacFarlane's eye holes are fucking weird, and I must have written that down <laughs> wrong or something. <laughs> that must have been some kind of a mistake. I think what you meant to write was, is it weird that I want to fuck Seth MacFarlane's eye holes? <laughs> it's not. It's not weird at all. We're all thinking it. Cool. That makes me feel better. Then they, they set, I mean, the Mr. Orville and Kelly share a very believable opera memory on the shuttle. Uh, wait, no, is it on the shuttle? It's once they're actually no. in this uh, this prison that they were put in. Well, spoiler, we're just going to have to say it for the explan- sort of explanation of the plot. Yeah. They're in a Calavon zoo. Okay. Yeah, yeah so, we got to get that out there. Well, well, you just, you know, otherwise you're going to, I mean, you listeners hopefully have watched, you know, so they know this. Don't but... listen before you watch the episode, guys. Don't Please. do it to yourself. You can do it, but you're just, you're, they're lost. Like, you know, you're sleeping. Yeah. The only person you're hurting is yourself in that case. So they're in this, they're in the Kalavan Zoo, but, uh, before the zoo can be revealed to them, they have to get acclimated to their habitat, I believe is, uh, kind of how it's explained. Mm-hmm. That, so I, I very legitimately didn't understand that. Which part? So, so they they are in the zoo, and they're being displayed something out the window uh, that is there. That was the New York City skyline, and then they spend one day, one night there, and then they wake up and they're in the zoo. I just don't understand that process, like at all. Why why did they not go directly to the zoo, or why don't they just? Well, I assume that the the zoo has. Maybe the zoo has regular hours of operation, and when they arrived, it, the zoo was just mm. closed for the night. You think a civilization has advanced that the Kalavan have uh, normal sleeping hours? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm not buying that. But also, they could have just had the window be like New York all the time. They never had to like let them know that they were. Yeah, in this weird and that place. would be so much more interesting because right now, or not right now, because right now they've actually escaped from the zoo, but right during then, in the time of the episode, <laughs> you guys know what I'm talking about, like, where the zoo is, their experience is walking through and having people shout at them in a language that they seem to understand <laughs> to let me out 
<laughs> you monster. <laughs> well, I, I think they're kind of, you know, what the writers are doing here is they're telling us that our zoos are inhumane and they're um, they're wrong, you know, because that's what, you know, when the monkey is clapping at you or the tiger yeah. is growling, you know, that's kind of what... Uh, I have to, I, I have to I, disagree, Kev. I... I I think it's interpretable exactly what point they were making about you human You can disagree. Views. You can disagree and be wrong. Bye. <laughs> I I got I gotta say I'm on Kev's side here, especially when you think about the writers intending this to to be aired during Hillary Clinton's uh, presidency, and we all know about her zoo plans. <laughs> Zoos would have been gone, or would they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> if gone viral. <laughs> <laughs> If the zoos were gone, the, it, they wouldn't be. It would be everything would be the zoo now. <laughs> oh shit! That's true. That's true. Logistically, from the purpose of the show, they had to have the window out there so that they could introduce the the cute alien kid, who I think is going to be a, a regular character on the Orville from now on. I know I said that about the doctor last week who ended up on the ship with them, who was just nowhere to be seen in this episode. But I think the kid's different. I think the kid's going to well, stick around. When, when you have just a strong actor, you hold on to him. They're going to give him a bigger role to retain that talent. Look, I got something to say. It might be gold, but I'm I'm glad this show's set in space because I'm seeing stars, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Play it again. I tried several times and it didn't work for some reason. But yeah, so they share that very believable opera story. And you're thinking, there might be sparks here after all. Like, uh, last episode, we were kind of torn on whether or not we thought something might be there still. In this episode, like, for quite a while, I was thinking, yes, this is going to happen. Uh, but then they sleep. Next morning, back to their old habits. They're back at it mm-hmm. again. For a moment, yeah, you're I like, think... she's not such a B-word, you know? <laughs> And then, and then you think she's not a bitch, and then she starts eating cereal? Oh, well, my now, hold, God. Hold up, because you say she was eating cereal. If you go back and watch the scene, she was, she was just stirring bowl. her cereal. It was also like a bowl of, it looked like a, a bowl of strawberries or something. It didn't <laughs> look like cereal at all. Well, you're not looking Frankenberry, so shut up. It's definitely look. not Frankenberry, a, a cereal that I don't even know if that exists now i feel like it's already done but i guess it's gonna just like 400 years from now well that that brand's lasting that's a lasting brand getting mad about cereals one the way somebody eating cereals one thing but the way she's eating that cereal she is banging that spoon on that bowl it's like ding 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 i'm like what it's crazy like friggin neil peart (laughs) yeah it's like freaking john bonham It's the way some people eat cereal is kind of annoying. It, you know what? She was. It sounded like she. He. I think he has like sort of some sort of like lav mic on her, or, or like like you know some sort of microphone. It's picking up all the crunching and the chewing. Yeah. Wait. So you think that since they, since she cheated on him, he's been like spying on her, and he's got some kind of recording device like implanted on her. And that's why it sounds so loud to him. This would make a lot of sense, I think. Well, they, you know, they never explain how he knew to come home exactly when she was cheating. Mm. True. <laughs> he heard. He heard a lot. And well, I've got good evidence for why that would not be the case, guys. Remember when she goes and t- speaks to the guy in charge of the planetary union? 
Like she was the one that got him the job in the first place. So I think mm-hmm. if he knew that he would he would be uh, much nicer to her. He probably wouldn't call her a bitch so much. Um, <laughs> I think I think he does know that, and that's why he let her uh, keep being his subordinate on this spaceship. Oh, okay. But man, can you believe how she was eating the cereal? <laughs> She's doing whatever she's doing with that cereal bowl, and then the audience is just ready to explode. I, I mean, I'm say? talking for myself, and I'm going, <laughs> oh, he's going to destroy her. We're going to finally hear that B word again. Maybe a shout, although shouting's not really his thing. He's more of a snark guy. Mm. And then he unloads on her, and I don't remember the exact line, but it's something like, could you please stop that? Well, you're not Frankenberry, so shut up. Uh, so Alara figures out where they are. Um, they, they're with what? What is this spe- species called again, Kevin? Uh, the Calavans. The Calavans, right? So she contacts the Planetary Union. This guy, he's a different guy than, than who was the boss last time, but it, it's like a different <laughs> boss, probably. Um, Less expensive actor, maybe. Yeah. Um, he says, "No, you got to leave him there. They're the Calavans are so advanced; they are like uh, gods to us mere ants. Uh, we don't want to mess with them." Uh, so we just have to leave Kelly and Captain Orville there. Forget about them. And, of course, Alara, she's very new. She doesn't know that um, those orders don't really mean anything and you're allowed to do whatever you want. So for a while, she's, like, following those orders, like, that guy's her boss. But then it turns out he's not actually the boss and she can do whatever she wants. <laughs> well, we'll see about that in episode three. She. <laughs> They think she'll be. They think she'll be okay. They're like she'll be all right at the end of the episode. Well, it's. I mean, so the thing about her, and I'm sorry, people, but the thing about her is she's being such a chick the whole time, you know? (laughs) Where she's like, okay, orders from my not only my direct supervisor but like my third level supervisor. I guess I have to do that. And then at the end of the episode. We finally get a little bit of like, be a dude. Just do whatever you want and put everyone's she, lives at risk. She grows a sack. Yeah. 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 It, it balls. <laughs> it's the whole, it should be called the balls show because that's the thesis of the whole thing is Who's balls. Who's got balls? Who's got the Good balls? balls? Yeah. Good balls. Yeah, here are the people we know have, have balls. Uh, Captain Orville, Bo- probably Bordis seems like because he's male and the, uh, that dog. Yeah. Those are the three the three uh, heroes of the show. People who don't have balls, um, Alara, uh, that bitch Kelly. Are, are you sensing a theme here? You see, <laughs> you see who's got the balls? All the men. All the men. Uh, and- that's, an, that's a really interesting point. Sorry, Greggy. That's oh, an no. interesting point they've made that in this universe, men have balls and women don't. <laughs> yeah. I think it tells us, a, tells us a lot about the future. Mm-hmm. This was definitely for a Hillary presidency. <laughs> the the entire crew st- starts a campaign of peer pressure on Alara, and uh, <laughs> she gets into that, which is like the hallmark of a great leader, I think. Um, and she says, "Yeah, I'm going to do what you guys want me to, and we're going to do that." Well, you know, she's got her. You know, like as a as an Orville lover, and you know, I, I can do with that. Whatever, take or leave, Kelly. Uh, when when that when that guy leave. When, sorry are we voting leave <laughs> okay. but, but when that when their admiral or whatever says oh they're just gonna be a casualty of war i was like no 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 i was mad 
for you guys. Yeah, because I assumed that she was going to yeah. follow through on what she said because she's the leader. Yes. And she's just going to leave them to die. Uh, I was so mad that that uh, the Captain Orville and his bitch ex-wife weren't going to be on the show anymore. I was like, I don't know if I can keep watching the show. I mean, I got it because it's so funny. But, you know what? After she developed that friendship with Alara, and she had that kind of <laughs> glimmering moment with Ed. I'm sorry, the Orville. You know, I, I, you know, at first, second, I was kind of like, uh, she's all right. You know, plus she gets a little high. You know, mm-hmm. she's oh. kind of a she's kind of a stoner chick. You know. Well, and one one thing that, um, I will say, and I hope this isn't controversial or or sexist or whatever you want to call it, um, internet. <laughs> Be who you are, Tim. Well, I'm going to do it. I'm sick of it. She is uh, physically attractive. Yeah. Oh, shit. She's yeah. A chick. You know what? You know what? She's, she's, a, she's, a, she's a nice She's a nice looking woman. But I feel like with Seth MacFarlane up there, you got to like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. maybe like raise the bar a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I think that he could just do a little better. And make a woman taller than him. Because I feel like Seth really could, you know... I know Seth has no like insecurities, so he would definitely be cool with uh, you know a taller woman. Well, he's like he's so attractive that you almost need to have a partner who accentuates the very few flaws that he has just to have a chance of being equal. So I like the height thing. You know, if you go, oh, he's you know he's an eleven out of ten, and maybe he's a little short. So okay, he's a ten out of ten, and she is maybe an 8 out of 10, which is about where women max out on my scale. And, <laughs> but next to Seth MacFarlane, I go, okay, well, now I'm imagining them having sex, and I'm thinking about Seth MacFarlane. Maybe she's a 10 out of 10, too. And finally, they're equal. <laughs> I, love the, I love the math you're doing, Tim. I'm, I'm, I, mean, I mean it up. I'm the numbers guy. Yeah. <laughs> Our numbers expert, Tim. I just want to say, when they, when they get on the... the uh, um, when they get in their zoo or their habitat, whatever, they don't, they spend about, I feel like they spend maybe no time at all. Be like, how do we get out of here? <laughs> they're just like, well, just immediately like I'm going to drink a beer now. <laughs> just like, well, we're here. Uh, might as well enjoy it. You know? <laughs> like what? Yeah. It turns out that other big tough monster Orcus or whatever, he was there for 31 years. So it's like, Awkward. if that guy can't, Oh, what's that? His name was Akor. Oh, I, I apologize. Hog, his name was Hogwarts. <laughs> if, <laughs> if Hogwarts can't get out in 31 years, what chance do we have? So they just kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, but he looked, he, looked, he looked like a moron, so I don't know why they're <laughs> trusting him, you know? Like, well, and he was in like a 10 foot by 10 foot box with no yeah. features on it whatsoever. <laughs> and there have like machinery and doors that have just been turned off. And you think, okay, there's got to be like a code to this door. I but they just what. immediately, immediately he goes, I'm getting a five o'clock shadow. I'm putting my robe on. <laughs> I'm drinking a beer. Like, I don't know. I don't know. what Like regarding Hogwarts, I don't know what habitat he comes from, but I don't know hey, if the, how the situation works, but they picked a small, I don't know. I don't know where he lives. His planet is, habitat. yeah, his planet is an uh, Apple store. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so then, it, then uh, these these aliens, these Calavans, won't deal with uh, Alara or the humans because they are lesser species. Um, they, but as it turns out, they will deal with Isaac, the robot, 
because he's um you know he's space racist because of how great his species is so they can use him to get so in. So they bond over that. They respect that right. in each other. Yeah. And uh, you get a lot of close-ups of Isaac. And I've got I've got another mistake in my notes here. Uh, I, I seem to have written down, the Isaac costume is so shitty, uh, which doesn't make <laughs> no, sense that's again. That's a typo. <laughs> yeah. That's a typo. I, I think that's an homage. If, if you did say that, it's because if anyone did perceive it as a shitty costume, it's because it's, it's an homage to, like, older, you know, uh, you know, shows with less money you know that were uh you know had great writing like the orville like the orville is if those shows with all that, that great writing but you know low production value uh were made with a high production value that's what the orville is yeah and, with, and with a little spicy comedy and you're saying that so wait sorry so the orville is like if a low budget but but high quality show was made with a high budget and also this one character was intentionally kept with a low budget to remind us of that yeah it's an homage do you not know what an homage is no i come on man is that not clear if there's one thing the internet has taught me about you know effects and stuff like that it's that practical effects are always better and so it's okay if this robot is like just like a guy in a fabric suit um with like a shiny silver thread in it or whatever as long I, as he's not like some kind of a, a computer guy um that's I way it's better meta. it's meta because it's about like well would you rather have some cgi robot take this human actor's job it, it's like a it's a commentary mm. within the within the uh mm. you know the show yeah, yeah totally oh, uh, another thing sorry to go that's back bad. Another thing about the zoo, uh, it seemed like they were fully able to go into the bedroom and close the door, but they still <laughs> just hung out looking at the window. Yeah, that's why true. did they yeah. do that? Well, I think I they were. They, I think that I assume at least that they knew if they were to go into that bedroom together and close the door, they'd be they'd be doing things that a divorced couple should not be doing. Yeah, they wouldn't be able to help themselves. Like, Kelly would be instantly drawn to the Orville, and there's nothing he could do. Like, n- human nature kicks in at that point. Um, so. You say, wait, are you, I'm sorry, are you saying that she was going to rape him? Wouldn't you? Yeah, I'm saying that. What's okay. controversial about that? <laughs> so what? Um. I mean, so, I mean Seth, Seth MacFarlane in a robe on the edge of a bed? I don't know. I mean. Oh. <laughs> Oh no! I'm I'm, re- I'm reaching in that uh, I'm oh. reaching in the nightstand and grabbing out a condom, you know. <laughs> um, I just want to say I accidentally pulled out my headphones, <laughs> like as you were asking me whatever you were asking me, and I didn't hear it, so I just <laughs> agreed to whatever you said. I came back. You're gonna hate it. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Alara and Isaac, um, they meet with the zookeeper. Uh, they say, hey, give these aliens to me because they've got a disease. The zookeeper says, if they've got a disease, we're going to kill them. So he turns on these lasers to chop them up into little pieces like, or whatever. Like, oh, no. Yeah, and they're like, hey, What's wait a second. Stuff? It's so cool that they could, <coughs> you know, put a and gas, you know, inject a poisonous gas or uh, turn the heat up and burn them or just starve them to death. And instead yeah. they have this intricate series of irregular lasers that are far enough apart that it seems like they could just climb through it 
you got to kill the whole habitat anyway. So, you know, it's like a gas wouldn't work, you think, you know. you got to get the lasers to get a nice, good What they They should have just used that. They should have used that device that fast forwards time. <laughs> oh. Like, wow. I, I forgot made, about that. They should have recovered that from the, uh, after the thing exploded. In it. But now they try, right, it's funny though, now, now they try to escape. Now they're like, oh, how do we get out of here? He's like, oh, now you want to figure it out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Isaac uh, convinces the zookeeper to talk to Alara for a minute. Um, she proposes trading something of unknown, you know, we don't know what this thing is, but she says she's going to trade it to him for the lives of these uh, people. And she never says it. And I I don't know why she would know that this child exists, but that is also part of the deal. It turns out later on, Uh, but (laughs) well, and well, I'm sorry. One. So they reveal later that she, and I won't say what it is because I want to reveal it chronologically, but they reveal later that she, okay. There's two things that I have trouble with. She and Isaac came into that negotiation with that card in their back pocket. They reveal that later. But instead of offering that, <laughs> or even having Isaac offer it after their first offer fails, yeah, they're like, their friends are being actively killed, and Isaac is like, please, you have to listen to my friend say this thing that I could say. <laughs> I- <laughs> yeah, it is weird, because it seems like... So they're just giving this this archive to these aliens that, you know, humanity never deals with. You know, that's like the official uh, stance on the whole thing. So, like, why don't they just offer that in the first place for these these things lives? It seems like they would be in a better position at that point, a bargaining position before, you know, anything else happens. I guess they were trying to get them for free, but. Like these yeah, archives are kind of worthless. Free. To I guess the, the the reality show archives are just so precious that you don't want to give them up unless you absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. Wait, wait, you, wait, wait. And, you, and when you give them up, they're gone. You don't have <laughs> copies. Exactly. <laughs> they probably. I mean, they said that there were like what thousands of episodes on there. Think of how much that costs on iTunes with inflation four hundred <laughs> years from now. Mm-hmm. I um, uh, so, sorry to. I love the show, but there are a couple a couple other things. Okay, go ahead. Can we just so, say sorry? Can we all just say it in unison? I love the show. Yeah. Okay. I love. I love the show. The show. I wasn't ready. Here One, we go. Three. I love the show. I love the show. Oh. I think I love the show. I love the show. I love the show. So these Calavans, uh, like every other species, and presumably everyone on Earth, they just speak English, and they have no trouble understanding other species that speak English. <laughs> they just refuse to even like, cause he, because he goes, will you please talk to my pet for a minute? And he goes, you can't possibly be serious. Like it's an impossibility. <laughs> and then he does it with no trouble at all. Yeah. It didn't make sense to me. It'd be like if I, dogs we'll do talk, if dogs you know, talk they, all the time, but we just don't want to listen to them for whatever reason. I guess that's the point they're making. <laughs> These Calibans yeah. are so advanced. You know what? They don't seem that advanced to me, you know, with their zoo. Okay? Yeah. If we could take one thing from this episode, screw the zoo. <laughs> mm. Hashtag yeah, screw I, the zoo. Yes, mm. please, guys. Tweet and at us. Gotta, hashtag zoo, screw the zoo. Hashtag take down the cage. If you, if you can take two things Not from this episode, the other one is 
uh, this is a show with uh, an opinion about Hillary Clinton. <laughs> well, you and know if, what? If you could Alara, take... Uh, sorry, Alara actually ends up at the end of this. She's actually a bad, badass chick. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She gets the Sapphire Star. She gets the Sapphire Star, guys. <laughs> yeah, that was We've been thinking... a special moment. <laughs> this whole that time. is an award. So well, when you award. see the heroism she demonstrates, we're all thinking, is she going to get the Sapphire Star? <laughs> I'm thinking, I'm is, I is was... the captain going to reach into his Sapphire Star chest and give her, pull out one of his treasured Sapphire Stars and give it to Alara? <laughs> he must. He must. I was I was kind of coming from the other direction where I was like, well, somebody's got to get the Sapphire Star this episode, but who's it going to be? I We should definitely do... Uh, who's going to get the Sapphire Star <laughs> prediction every week? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do predict what's coming up in the next episode every dibs, week. So Dibs on board is next week. Okay. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Oh. So yeah, Sorry. it turns out it turns out Isaac and Alara traded the reality TV archives from Earth for yes. Captain Orville and us- Kelly the bitch oh. and the baby. And uh, so they're watching what it, like uh, Real Housewives or something. Uh, when the show ends and they're freaking out about all these 10,000 hours of episodes they have. I'm I'm kind of sad that we missed that transaction. You know, it kind of went from like, oh, I've got a, I've got something you guys will really want. And, you know, we didn't find out till later. I wish it showed us the transaction of them, you know, pulling up the archive and then them sitting down watching at least, you know, at least one or two, at least one full episode, <laughs> yeah. right? You know, you're not going to While the lasers are going. <laughs> You're not going to instantly, yeah. You're not instantly going to be like, okay, yeah, I'll buy this, yeah. Yeah, I assume uh, uh, that they jumped back and forth through the lasers several times <laughs> while Alara's, like, explaining the concept of reality television to these aliens. Well, and uh, so this is why I think, because I know, Kevin, you mentioned that the episode carried some slight undertones of being critical of human zoos and why I have to disagree with that is I think it's actually proposing an absurd alternative to zoos, which is television. Does that make sense? So I think it's actually making fun of all those people who say we shouldn't have zoos anymore and saying, oh, what do you want? Reality television? Is that really uh-huh. better than zoos? And like, <laughs> that no. It is the new zoo. Okay, but I do want to just shout out the best joke. Like, the laser's going on. They can't figure out how to stop them. Uh, and uh, Captain Orville says the very funny line, Which that is the last thing that Elvis Presley said, and he he so rando yes. he decided to say that. <laughs> I liked that I I learned something. <laughs> there, you, learn, they, you, think, you learn, you think, you laugh. There there may be a little bit inconsistent as we pointed out about how much pop culture from right now they know because yeah. like he's a huge fan of Kermit and he knows everything about Kermit. And he knows Elvis's last words, which I, I don't think any of the four of us knew. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's an unlikely thing even now to know. But they don't know. Uh, wait, what don't they know? Wasn't there something they don't know? Uh, All right, you can edit nah. this out. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so they, they, yeah, all that happened. And then we still have a giant, a giant thing at the end of this episode. Bordis's baby finally hatches. So the the events of this show, this episode, took place over twenty one days. We find yeah. out. Um and the yeah. baby hatches. Oh my god, it's a female. We thought that there could only be males of this species, but it turns out 
actually, <laughs> I guess every time there's a chance it could be a female. We don't know. I, I have a theory about this. Mm-hmm. I think. I do too. I think, you go first. Okay. Um, I think the baby is just straight up deformed. And because they don't know what females <laughs> look like, they're like, ah, it's a female. Um, at that, would, that would be interesting um, because maybe it is a male, but it just doesn't have balls. So oh. they're like, well, it's going to be a female. I think, I think that there's so much fucking, sorry, there's so much girl power. I don't know why I cursed. <laughs> I have so much girl power going on. So much badass chicks happening mm. that, uh, that kind of influenced, uh, you know, whatever Bordis was. And cause you know, like you, this is a lot of, says a lot what they think about, you know, what happens inside the womb or inside the egg or whatever, you know, at certain stages. Yeah, and I think that's what they're doing a commentary on. They're working on levels that sometimes I don't know. Can you say what my actual theory is? Uh, like if, if I have a real theory and that it's because like the embryo in the egg heard Alara's voice, it somehow like assumed her form or something like that because she yes. wasn't supposed to be near it. That's my real oh. theory. And I just want to say my theory. Yes, and you're not you're not piggybacking, no. I I think <laughs> that uh, Bordis cheated on clay then with the blue alien from episode one (laughs) that's my personal theory do we have the blue alien's name because that would actually be really helpful i think he's going to come up a lot (laughs) he's he's already come up a lot on our show yeah yeah i think he has like some kind of like latin sounding name like i I, like alejandro or something like that she says it in uh, the previous episode (laughs) you said latin sounding i thought you meant like Oh. I don't like a name or something. Okay, guys, we got through the whole show. Uh, I think it's time for us to rate this episode of the TV show. Um, again, we don't have an official rating system, so just give it whatever you think it deserves. What do you say, Kevin? Um, let's see. You want me to go first? <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to give it six sapphire stars for the six points of the sapphire star. Uh, and I'm going to give it seven eggshell fragments out of seven. These are both, you know, the maximum scores because, like I said, <laughs> if this is not the best episode of television that has ever aired, it's definitely among that list. So that's what in I'm going to give this top episode. Two. Uh, let's go to top. Tim. We'll give Kevin. Kevin is a, the newbie to the podcast, so he doesn't know how to do this like we do. We're the old pros. Uh, Tim, you know go what? Ahead. I'm not. I'm I'm kind of like the Alara of the Alara of the podcast, you know. I think I'm a little I'm a little nervous right now. Just took some shots, you know? <laughs> and now I'm getting I'm gearing in. I'm gearing in. Okay. Or up. Um, I, I'm gonna give it. You know, I, I really went back and forth, and I was trying to add it up, and because you know my system is you get a point for every joke, a point for every laugh, and a point for every time where I think it makes me think. And then you lose a point for every frame that Kelly's on. (laughs) But you gain back a point for every frame that the Orville's on. So it, it actually came out really good. It was eight points. (laughs) That's actually a really good score. Okay, great. Uh, How about you, Miranda? What do you say? 
I mean, I, I just got to keep it simple. I'm going to give it an 11 out of 10 because that's how hot Seth MacFarlane is. And every time I see him on that screen, that's all I can think about. <laughs> okay, Kevin, what do you say? <laughs> okay. So uh, I guess, you know, I would give it I would give it four little alien boys because I figured he was about four. Not the mean one, the good one that they adopted. <laughs> and I'll give it uh, negative eight. No. Negative nine Akors. because <laughs> you know, just that's just what I'm. Just, I'm you fans will know. People that know me, they'll get it. Okay, great. Wait, ne- negative nine what? Akors. You, you know Akor. Oh, sorry, big alien. Hogwarts. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, I'm gonna give it negative nine Hogwarts. Okay. Okay. Great. Uh, <laughs> uh, next segment we have to do. I have to uh, award the golden ori. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I have to say, I have been very impressed by Tim's math this episode. Tim, I award to you the Golden Ori, which I briefly considered switching to the Sapphire Star. Uh, but we, we we have established this award. Uh, you receive the Golden Ori as the best co-host this episode. Wow, way to go, Tim. Yes, Tim. Wow, I can't believe you guys started clapping for me. Yeah, wait, I didn't, I didn't get claps last time. Oh, yeah, and also Tim, you're not allowed to give a speech. Uh, that was also established last yeah. week. Um, okay, right, it's not a speech; it's just a tweet. And uh, I couldn't have done this without the balls. I think. <laughs> okay, we're we're almost out of oh, time oh, with Miranda. Sorry, She's... sorry. I, I want to say I give this show two balls. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thanks, Kevin. Hey, whoa, that sounds familiar. <laughs> Look, I give I give this show four balls. How about that? Are we talking about the the episode or the show? <laughs> Both. Okay, let's. Okay, get I into need to it. add up my points for last episode. <laughs> <laughs> let's get into our quick predictions for next episode. Kevin, you said you watched the episode already, right? Well, I watched the first ten minutes. Okay, what are your predictions for the last fifty minutes of the show? I think they're going to introduce like a whole new realm probably like middle earth type stuff um they'll go on a planet that's there's orcs and um they'll have to dress up in like you know all the uh they'll have to all wear orc costumes and they have to go to mordor and they're just gonna do lord of the rings okay <laughs> uh that's kind of not fair because you did see the first 10 minutes which i assume sets all that up but okay how about you tim what do you say uh so you know, I've been running the numbers and I've got a pretty good prediction algorithm and I think it's going to be a Family Guy crossover <laughs> and I think Stewie is going to be best friends with Isaac Bot because they're both smart and funny and I think Peter and Mr. Orville are going to be close friends and then I think Lois and Kelly will get together and then but Ooh, see it might like, not. Do you think they'll be like a couple? No, see th- so you know, I said they'll get together, and now I'm pretty sure they won't get together because that's too much, like, of that stereotypical much, shrieking woman. Oh. Yeah. It's, it's that, like, very attractive but really obnoxious woman that I, I guess Seth MacFarlane loves writing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I don't want to be too much of that. And then I do think Quagmire and Bordas and Bordas's husband are going to have a three-way. Okay. <laughs> um, I think... God willing. Uh, Alejandro, the blue alien, is going to come back. There's going to be a custody battle between Portis Clavin and Alejandro. 
Um, but they're going to come up with a compromise where Alejandro um, adopts the little green alien that they got this episode. And uh, he probably marries the science guy from the first episode. And they all live happily ever after on a space station. That's my prediction for episode three. Uh, how about you, Miranda? Do you have any predictions? Yeah, I think that uh, in the next one, I just think they're all going to probably die. And we'll all probably start over with, with all new characters. And maybe it'll follow um, Fortis's husband and, and Alejandro and the little alien boy. But I definitely think like... Mom. And Orville's mom. Orville's mom. Orville's mom. <laughs> oh, uh, I forgot I about her. I definitely think that uh, Cap- Captain Orville, you know, they got to like prove that the stakes are real in this show. So I think in the next show, Captain Orville's going to die. And, and probably Kelly's going to be a bitch at some point. Those are my predictions. <laughs> Well, that's yeah, hardly fair. Funny. I mean, that's an obvious one. I hear the like Vegas the... odds on that are a uh, bet of $100 pays up $100.01. Oh, I'm coming in with a number. <laughs> okay, uh, I believe uh, Miranda has a uh, Orville convention that she has to get to. <laughs> she has to leave a little early this episode. Um so thank you so much for being on the show with us, Miranda. We do still have a couple of important segments to do, but we don't want to keep you. What are the segments? Um, I've got a few tweets to talk about, and uh, I'm, I'm I'm a little pissed about something, and we got to talk about that for a minute. All right. Well, I want to hear it. I want to hear it. Give okay. me another couple minutes. Okay. Well, okay. We are obviously the official The Orville podcast. Like, that's yes. in the name. I talked to Seth MacFarlane last week. Everybody heard that, but yet there are other podcasts out there trying to be about the Orville, and mm. it's so stupid. Like, obviously, mm-hmm. we are the official Orville podcast. Why are you bothering? You're just splitting up the audience. People don't want to listen to four podcasts about the Orville. Um, they want to listen to one, the official one. I'm sorry, but it hurts the community, and this show's not getting great ratings, and having four <laughs> different podcasts... They should just be guests on our back. I mean, honestly, we wouldn't have them, but <laughs> it it makes me so mad. And then the really stupid thing is that these other podcasts, the two of them at least, they're getting actual cast members from the show. Justin the Ogre <laughs> was on one of them, and then uh, Bordis himself was on the other one. So it's like, what are they thinking? Like they uh, they must not have talked to Seth about this before they went on these other podcasts. Mm-hmm. I'll say this. I personally, I I would listen to four different Orville podcasts. I think that would be great if the other ones weren't trash. <laughs> like they think they think just because they have a main cast member of the show on as a guest that they're better than us somehow. I don't think so. I have Fred. not listened, but I I know that it's garbage. Yeah, and I'm mad too. Okay. And, um, okay. <laughs> and don't get me started. <laughs> okay. I won't. I don't want to. No, no, it's okay, Kev. We, we won't get you started. No, I think I might have to get Kev started because I have to name and shame these guys. Uh, first of all, we've got the Orville will be canceled with uh, Greg and Jocelyn. First of all, that name fucking sucks. I'm sorry to use the language. I'm just so fucking pissed off right now that they would don't name it. lie. That. <laughs> They're liars. Hey, 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 listen up. Uh, the Orville will be canceled. You're a motherfucking piece of shit. You piece of shit. Um, Kev's out of the cage now. Now the, the, I'm, the, loose. I'm loose. You can't keep me in the zoo. Screw the zoo. <laughs> I actually listened to this podcast, and um, there there was only one episode, so maybe they actually did quit already, 
in which case you're back in my good graces, Greg and Jocelyn. I'm not pissed at you if you quit the podcast. I would like it if you deleted it from SoundCloud, but if you want to leave it up just for posterity's sake. Um, also, they did share something on their podcast that it was very good information to me. Uh, Scott Grimes, the actor that plays uh, Gordon Malloy, he had a, a soft rock uh, single um, called Sunset Boulevard uh, in the 90s. And it was really a beautiful song and a real treat to listen to. And I never would have found out about it if it weren't for these guys. So in a way, I want to say thank you, Greg and Jocelyn. And that thank you is only if you cease and desist your podcast. Um, if you want to continue doing that, I just have to rescind that thank you and say fuck you instead. I, I, I'm, I second that. Um, you know, fuck you, you piece of shit. Or if you quit, <laughs> if you quit, you know what? Yo, cool. Um, Maybe. I, uh, I have one name suggestion for them why don't you change your name to the orville will be canceled will be canceled <laughs> oh. damn man damn, damn, damn why are you oh. holding on don't, quit hanging on the rim after, the, after your <laughs> slam dunk oh man okay so the other podcasts we got we've got planetary union podcast featuring dan taylor and uh joe quickle fuck yeah fuck the 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 the, the, the planetary poop Hell yeah! Call it. Yes, that is their new name. They need to stop. Fucking pieces of shit. And you know what? We all really loved Justin the Ogre in the last podcast. Like we were big fans. And then he goes on this planetary yeah. union podcast, and he he totally sullies all those memories we had of him. It's like I don't even like that that episode anymore. Kind of. No, I, no. I, I was... still love the episode. I still love the episode. I'm sorry. No, you're. You're right, Greg. We still love it. It's still top two episodes of all time. But I was so mad when I found that out that I uninvited him from my wedding. <laughs> oh, my God. And he begged. He begged. He's he never flew. been to Hawaii. He's never been. Yeah, he, he flew up here to the Bay Area on the spot. He, he chartered a private jet, and he had Boombox playing the Orville theme song outside of my window. But no. He, he kellyed me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they, they've done like three or four episodes so far. Um, again, I just have to say, I just hope you cease and desist. Um, no more episodes. No more cast members on your show. If they try to come on your show, just, you know, send them our email, just, which we don't have yet, but direct, we're going to soon. Direct them to us. Right, exactly. You know, I, I think, um, you know, I don't, I don't want to get too hard on the ogre. I think maybe this could just be... I don't know how deep this goes with how smart everyone on the show is, but this could be also some sort of meta situation where he's saying, oh, you know, don't let my politics affect your enjoyment of me on the show. You know, like just because I, I you know, I feel a certain way or I sh uh, politically or I show up on a certain podcast. Don't let that affect the art that I put on the screen every Saturday now, this every Sunday now, Thursday. Yeah. He could be he could be a very method actor, and he, since ogres are so dumb, he was like, "Oh, I'm dumb in real life now," mm -hmm. and he got mixed up mm -hmm. and went on the wrong podcast. Mm, that would make a lot of sense. You know what we we probably could do? What's that? Because there are a ton of only kind of real actors who fill out this show. <laughs> we could probably get one of them on this podcast. Let's try to get Norm Macdonald. <laughs> <laughs> the blob yeah, man himself. He's He's got some good stuff in the first ten minutes of the next episode. Hey, you oh. know, I just a little oh, team. Oh, no, Kevin! Little team. No. Little team. 
Oh Jeez. man, I'm glad I didn't give you the golden ore, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> the last podcast I'm, I'm I want to talk about. <laughs> um, yeah, you're the heel of this episode. The last podcast I want to talk about is the Orville podcast. Like, okay, nice name there. Inflammatory. That's intentional. Yeah, <laughs> featuring Adam, Chris, and Wyatt, and okay, Bordas is actor. The the guy that plays him, I don't know his name, but um, it's out there, so you can look him up if you want. I, I worry about him just because <laughs> he's on this podcast with these three criminals, you know? Like, they, they stole our name, basically. We're the official The Oroville Podcast. They're The Oroville Podcast. That's like two-thirds of our name, practically. And who knows what these guys are getting bored us into? Oh, God, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, when you break a crime, you go to jail. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Someone needs to tell that to... Uh this guy you know um, like this guy he has to know right peter macon oh thanks let him know that he is an accomplice to crime <laughs> you know, i'm gonna say hey peter you're making a mistake <laughs> get this man a piece of paper that tells him that he's with some criminals you know you you want to give him a piece of paper? That I mean, if you're, you're face to face, if you're face to face, you can explain it. But if you can't do that, at least get him some. Yeah, like mail him, him mail him a letter. A get maybe like his agent's address and mail his agent a letter that says to the guy who plays Bordis, and it'll just say you're with some. <laughs> well, Adam, Chris, and Wyatt seem well, to know him. Maybe they could do it, but. You can't rely on these guys. They're a bunch of criminals. I think what we could what we could do is we could uh, we can get the address of his agent or his mom or someone very close to him, and then get a piece of paper together and cut out letters out of magazines to say <laughs> Peter Macon has been kidnapped by criminals, and send it to them just to <laughs> just to let them know that you know they got to be aware of this. We need to let them know that. If he wants an out of this legally, he needs to press charges against them <laughs> for kidnapping for an hour, uh, however long he was there. Yep. <laughs> I'm calling the police right now. Greggy, can you patch 911 into this podcast? You know what? I hate zoos. I don't know how I feel about prison, <laughs> but this guy needs to be locked in a cage. Uh, I mean, these three guys. Yeah, these three guys. And, you know if, he, and if, he, if he keeps playing around, you know, Bordis too. You know what? I, I can think of the worst punishment. The, on, the one that only they... Oh, no. They, they're the only ones, and also it's the only punishment for them, is to be locked up in a, an inescapable room <laughs> with... You know where I'm going with this. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I love it. I love it. I'm making a meal out of it, baby. <laughs> that. Kelly. I'm glad and her somebody. Frankenberries. <laughs> well, it's practically her character's name on the show. It's okay if we say that on this. I don't like to use say that word usually, but in this case, I think it's allowed. I mean, it's her, it's her last name. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly the bitch. 
and listen, Adam, Chris, and Wyatt, if you guys want to do a, a podcast about being in cri- being criminals and being in prison and stuff, I don't care. I don't care about that at all. Just stop with the Orville stuff, you know? Make it the make it the prison podcast. Make it the I'm a giant criminal and I wear uh, black and white stripes all the time podcast. That's fine with me. And it's it's just it's so crazy to me. They're such junior criminals. Dog again. Uh, they're such junior criminals that they didn't even use a voice transformer Amateur. for the podcast report. <laughs> So and they, I assume they use their real first names. So you just go to the the NSA or FBI or QED <laughs> or TLA database or whatever, and go. Okay, we got their voices, we got their names. Let's send some agents to their house. <laughs> so Frank, Joe, Bill, whatever freak your names are, the jigs up. All right, turn yourself in at the local police station, or uh, the, uh, the, I'm gonna go knocking on doors. <laughs> Okay, so that's the other podcast segment. And, and you guys, oh, yeah, go ahead, you guys Kevin, don't even re- sorry. No, no, no. And you guys don't even really like the show like us. <laughs> right. We like it yeah. more. I don't even yeah. think that they're real fans. If they were, they, would real be, they wouldn't be and, kidnapping people. And that's <laughs> that's the biggest. Real, the sorry, biggest Tim, no, Tim. I'm sorry. You go ahead. Tim, no, you go. No, <laughs> okay. I'm going. Real, real, real fans aren't afraid to criticize the show. They're over there. They're just jerking it. They're jerking the show. We we are we love the show. But we love it so much we're okay with saying, mm, maybe they should have pulled back on the balls, you know? Yeah. Maybe should pull back. We're okay with maybe, it. Maybe maybe this episode is only a only a ten out of ten instead of an eleven out of ten this week. It's not, but maybe it's like if you're a fan of chemistry, you don't go around saying, Oh, that's all true. No, you challenge it. Because you have confidence <laughs> and faith in it, and it's not faith; it's fact. And you got to face criminals, and crimes. they should be killed. <laughs> hey, the crime fits the time, and the time is six feet under the dirt. <laughs> a, a, drone six feet under way, the dirt. a drone should be on its way right this second, President. Whoever yes. you are, whatever, uh, whichever president happened to win, uh, but. Yeah, so that is the David, other podcast segment. No, 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 no. We're done with that. Um, and we'll check in next week. Hopefully, they will have all quit. Possibly, they'll be in prison or executed by that point. But we'll check back in. Uh, the last segment is I, I found a few tweets from around the internet about people talking about the Orville. Remember, every time, use that hashtag, the Orville. Uh, last week, you were supposed to use something about uh, like the show being eight hours long or something. <laughs> One guy sent you a tweet, so great job to that guy. Um, this week, <laughs> this week you're supposed to. What was the thing? Something about prison or something? There, oh, there was a hashtag there was earlier. Screw the zoo. Oh yeah, screw the zoo. Everybody, please use hashtag screw the zoo this week. Uh, but we d- we'll read. Show uh, you like Orville fan by by saying hashtag screw the zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. Oh man. Can, can I do that? Can, can I do the theme song for this? Uh. This, uh, this segment. Yes, please. Right now? Yeah, it goes like, ah, tweet, 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 tweet for the Orville. <laughs> okay, that was fantastic. My first one was from uh, Madison, uh, at Madison Trimble. She says, glass of wine, and then it's a glass of wine e- emoji, and it says, re-watching hashtag the Orville, at the Orville, at <laughs> Seth McFarlane. That baby got two <laughs> likes. Wait, no. 
<laughs> three likes now. Um, I just want to say, <laughs> hell yeah. Or maybe, who knows? Uh, every week, I want to hear about everybody drinking a glass of wine and watching the love Orville. It. I love it, Madison. You're doing... Gonna drink a glass of wine and watch the Orville? But Madison was like, I can do you one better. I'm gonna drink a glass of wine and re-watch the Orville. Oh, hell yeah. And Mad- Madison Trimble, I love it. I love it. I love it. You're <laughs> smart. I mean, you know what? you get- She gets it. Or we can say that she gets it. She's one of us. She's one of the but- good ones. The way she can even put it over the edge is she can change her name to Madison Toodles. <laughs> <laughs> and then her middle name is the Orville. Oh, hell yeah. Uh, PR Hawkins at PR underscore Hawkins says, I'm confused. I'm watching the Orville. Isn't it just like Star Trek? Hashtag the Orville. Hashtag Star Trek. And uh, that gets no retweets. Huh. That gets no likes. Well, one guy retweeted it. Let's see. Who is this criminal? There's another criminal out here. It's probably... <laughs> oh, can't see it on the mouse over. I assume it's one of these uh, other podcast hosts. Um, no, it's not like Star Trek. It's the Orville, you idiot. This guy's been sleeping under a rock or been hitting the head with one. I don't know what's going on here, guys. <laughs> <laughs> if he hasn't been hitting the head with a rock yet, he's going to be if he keeps oh, talking that gosh. shit. <laughs> Does anyone, speaking of, does anyone know if The Rock is a fan? <laughs> the Rock's in. The Rock is in. All right, because if he's on our side, I mean, he can go beat them up. Uh, you're talking about oh. my next president. Yeah, you think a president can't beat somebody up? Oh, no, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> uh, speaking of presidents, our next one comes from Resistance Reviews. Uh, they're at J. Connor Reviews. They say, unfortunately... Hashtag Seth MacFarlane, hashtag The Orville, is less hashtag Ted and more hashtag Ted 2. And hashtag a million ways to die in the West, but he spells million, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Um, he gives the episode <laughs> 5.5 out of 10. And again, there's one retweet from some, I assume, one of these other hosts, another idiot on the Twitter. They let anybody get a Twitter account, and I'm sick of that as well. I think I don't think Twitter is allowed to have criminals on their on their website. Yeah, so please, folks, uh, I would I would ask you to report at, at JCon Reviews to the Twitter uh, board, it, and you can be looks, a hashtag Orville reporter. It's just it's it's so ama- amateurish to have a rating system that has no units. Do you know Do you know what I'm saying? Like oh, yeah. five point five what out of ten what? Right. Because and also I don't understand. It, he's comparing it to uh, he's saying it's not like one great work it's like two other great works yeah. and I don't it, it just doesn't make any sense to me and, and I, th- I'm saying this as a numbers guy I can't make <laughs> ones and twos of this thing uh, it's just a sad situation because the guy can't spell million I, I don't want to <laughs> well there's only 140 characters so you know like maybe <laughs> I, I think there's A's something wrong with his brain or something <laughs> maybe, a, maybe a is like like a Chop the A or something. Mm-hmm. Look, you know what? You know how I feel about zoos. You know? <laughs> so. Yeah, maybe another guy for the zoo. Uh, but yeah. the last one, okay. I put two kind of negative ones in there because, I, like I said, like we were saying earlier, we show both sides on this podcast. We aren't jerking them off like uh, the Orville podcast and Planetary Union podcast. Um, we're, you know, a really fair it- show. Um, but I, I wanted to sandwich that in between two great ones because the last one is from Thunder Levin uh, at Thunder Levin. He says at Seth MacFarlane hashtag the Orville 
needs the writer of hashtag Sharknado aboard. The fine line between parody and action is my specialty. This bad boy got three likes, zero retweets, except for right now. Uh, I think he's got one retweet and four likes. Wait, this this guy wrote Sharknado 3, and he's trying to get a job writing on the Orville through a, a tweet. Yeah. Is, that, is that the situation? Yeah, that's that's what that's what's happening here. Uh, let's see. Writer of the Sharknado series. Uh, he's the writer and director of uh, American Warships and Mutant Vampire Zombies from the Hood. Um, mm-hmm. He's a yep. sailor, a car guy. He's t- temporarily misassigned New Yorker because he's currently in Santa Monica. Um, is, yeah, is he I verified love, on Twitter? Oh, yeah, he's absolutely verified. Uh, I would love to hear see him writing some episodes of the Orville. Uh, can, can we get him as a guest on the show? <laughs> I don't know, but it, maybe. Like, folks, please ha- please tweet at Thunder11, <laughs> at Thunder11, and ask Wait, him to be Thunder on the official hash- The Orville podcast. At- at the eleven hashtag up. screw the zoo. You know, you <laughs> he'll know, know. He, he'll know what he, that means. He can come on this podcast, but he, you know, let's be real. Seth is the writer of the Orville, right. so oh, that's true. Um, I don't know. Maybe this guy can pitch in an idea or two, but mm-hmm. it, it's it needs to be coming from a singular mind for it to, for the true vision to be executed properly. I actually hadn't yeah. thought of that. Thanks, Kevin. Uh. It's it's a dangerous balance because. You have such a complex universe, and if you have multiple people contributing and modifying it, you're going to have holes, and you're going to have plot holes that don't make sense. And because, I think, because they only have Seth working on it, there are no plot holes in this show right now, and everything makes sense. They, they put that in jeopardy. Mm. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Um, but I'll tell you what we'll do. If we hear from Thunder that he wants to be on the podcast, we'll run this by Seth, see what he thinks. Um, I don't want to get your hopes up, Thunder. Uh, we are fans of your work, but um, of course, you know, the great man is the one with the final say. Okay, so I think that's all my segments this week. And uh, thanks for staying so late, Miranda. I hope you're not late to the convention. Uh, that's okay. You know, I think it'll be worth it. I'll I'll tell them all about the guy we just talked about. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're hosting a it's, panel, aren't you? Yeah. It's really weird that you're about to go to an Orville convention, and number one, we're not going, but number two, we didn't talk about it at all. <laughs> oh, Seems well, like something I'll tell that you should next come week. up. Seems <laughs> like I should like do the convention first so I can tell you how, how it went. Well, I, you are doing the man-on-the-street-style uh, interview. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a separate podcast. It's kind of like a little sidecar podcast, if you will. Yeah, I'll talk, I'll talk about it on the other podcast. Yeah. Okay, great. Uh, Thank you, Kevin, for being on and being able to make it this week. Uh, your insight into the aliens of the show was invaluable. Thank you. Thank you. And can I just say the Calavon are just so dang smart. Yeah. The Krill you are sexy, smart and Calavon. Sexy. Oh. That's the thing. You think so? I think they're, I think they're all sexy so far. <laughs> okay. Well, if the Krill and the Calavan ever cross uh, oh like their little mating, you know, that's going to be one sexy smart. <laughs> Maybe that's how we got Mr. The Orville. Oh, cool. yeah. I think we m- might find out he's some kind of, uh, you know, the one type of character. Why did they name the show and the ship after him, if not? Well, he's the one as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, I think he's the one. Oh, no, I meant like he's he's the one for me. Oh. <laughs> uh, he's my one, too. Miranda, thank you for staying late with us. Oh, thanks and now, for having me. And for Wait. my final, and for my final thought, uh, <laughs> does anyone, 
does anyone think that this Mortis guy is kind of like Drax? Who's Drax? I haven't heard of this character. What? <laughs> Sorry. Um, no, forget. It. I mean, Bor- Bordis is a guardian, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is what I'm talking about. And I want to congratulate our Gold Nori winner again, uh, Tim. Thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Good night, Arbor Day. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a, a hearty, happy Arbor Day to everybody. You got wood. Uh, we'll talk to you next week on the official The Orville Podcast.